Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Previously on Derpy Show. <laughs> oh, no. That reminds me. That reminds me. I got to show you a video. Iguana farts in a bathtub. This just in. Neil Faust segues with an iguana farting in a bathtub. Derpy Show. You're bleeding from your nose. Oh, you're so angry. <laughs> What did you just say? I'm so angry. <laughs> you, me, we're gonna fight. We're gonna fight. We're in an official fight. It's a fictional fight. Derpy show. Oh, what the fuck is happening? Your life. That's what's happening. What is wrong with the world? Derpy show. Granted, here's the funny thing. I'm a human jukebox sometimes. So go on. Um, Not quite as helpful as beatboxing. Beatbox? Oh, I wish. <laughs> Derpy show. We should have derpapella and be like. Mr. Derpman. Hurt me a derp. Derby show, please turn off all of your phones. In the event of a water landing, <laughs> until we reach the proper altitude and we tell you we can turn your phones back on. Oh, you know what? I think you can just leave your phone off. I don't think it's a big deal. I'm pretty sure that it's been proven that you can just have your electronics on at all times and it doesn't matter at yeah, all. Because if the plane's taken off without any shielding, you get bombarded with a shit ton of radio signals worse than a goddamn cell phone. But I distinctly remember a Penny Arcade comic where he caused a plane to go down because of his DS. Because, you know, Penny yeah. Arcade... That's a documentary told in real time, right? That is factual evidence. Okay. I mean, freaking... What's his face? That old dude with the beard that goes around as a secular humanist that, like, debunks people. James Randy. James Randy with yeah. the Randygrams, yes. Goes around and debunks people. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like the head of... Uh, I debunk thee, sir! <laughs> you psychic, prove it to me! I give you a million dollars! I believe uh, James Randy has been offering a million dollars to anyone who under scientific... Uh, like Facts can prove psychic evidence. No one's he's, ever claimed well, His famous dollars. case was James Urie. Mm-hmm. The guy who... Ben Spoons! <laughs> with only a little bit of... Uh, Thermal manipulation. Exactly. <laughs> and there's also uh, the people that say that they're human magnets when in actuality oh, they're just it. dirty. Yeah. Dirty. Yeah, they have, they, yeah, yeah, they have like uh, was it iron ore or whatever dirt on their fingers because the area that they're from has that kind of constitution. So they're and the oil on their skin when they don't bathe it accumulates and it can s- things stick to them more easily. 
one person went to uh, one of their competitions to see who was the most magnetic. Was essentially running around throwing talcum powder on people, and they were losing their powers. Yeah. Uh, so either that's magnets kryptonite, or they just need to take a fucking shower. Well, granted, as a, as a human, you have an EMF field that is just generated by our bio EMF. Are you sure that that field. talcum powder wasn't magic? Because I have learned through a popular music group that magnets work on miracles. They do. Well, and seagulls eat cell phones. Listen, listen. Speaking of EMF, I've learned from a popular music group that it's unbelievable. Oh, 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 unbelievable. What is that reference? The, the band EMF. Song. Oh, you're unbelievable. Oh, oh wow, wow. That sounds like something you would listen to on like I don't know a we're, forty-five single. We were talking about fucking magnets though yeah. and how those work. EMF. EMF. So you're talking me. You are segueing like me. No, I'm going off the EMF. Listen, listen, I'm just throwing it out back to the retro roast, back from our old serious business days. <laughs> oh, Mindy. We're just trying to give Mindy a shout-out. So. Uh, Mr. Los, classy chick she is. Derpy show. What are you looking at? We're actually trying to snoop on your Facebook oh, you want because there were people there, and I was just curious who they were. Snoop book? Because, snoop book. uh... Looking at my stuff, yeah. I don't know if you know <laughs> Lane, maybe. I don't know who these people have. Naming I'm, I'm, out I'm, people. I'm friends with them. Gonna oh, you know Jalen. Just gonna name drop some people. Who? He's a chip tune artist. Oh, you know yeah, that yeah. guy. He's from Barry Raymond. Probably gonna have, 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 have to clip this out because of you know, privacy issues. Let's <laughs> 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 just start naming out for Facebook friends. Beep it out. Just beep it out. Just beep. Beep 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 beep. Or we'll just use other names. Oh yeah, Joffrey Barack. I heard that guy likes to fuck sheep. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck him. Good sheep. Does this mean that people that fuck sheep are gonna be mad at us for making fun of them for fucking sheep? Are they? Because seriously, I like I was telling you guys before. I, I was, maybe if it's just maybe, a person dressed up like a sheep. Yeah, true. I'll, I'll, so, is there a fine line between being a furry and bestiality, or is it all just the same thing? It's, it's species. I think erotica, it's a asshole. I think it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope, like yeah. gay marriage. It's like a it's like a gateway fetish. It's a gateway fetish. You want to marry you? I'll marry you. So, furry is like a gateway fetish to bestiality. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it's an excuse because you know right. eventually they're going to be fucking parrots because they have a thing for fucking people in parrot costumes. Oh, obviously. So eventually. So now here's so the thing. Eventually, it will lead to, lead to actually Does it, having sex with birds. Obviously, sex with ducks. Awesome. Um, so, do we think? Because we have a lot of people that are mad at us for making fun of furries. So I, I, I feel like I want to know. <laughs> more. And by a lot, Wait. we mean that one guy. I, I feel like the only people that come to the defense of furries are furries. Like I've never heard of anybody <laughs> going like, "Oh, it's a respectable you know, sexual disposition." Hey, I'll, I'll lay it out like this: I have nothing against them. Fine, that's whatever. You know, it's, it goes draws the line. If you push it on me, that's when I have a problem. Obviously, I'm I, gonna push my furry all over you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so. Is there a line? Bite drawn? the pillow. We're going in furry. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> sounds so Bulgarian. Well, that kind of <laughs> is it a is it a goose down pillow? Mm. <laughs> 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 so now here's the question: If they look like an animal, do they have an animal vagina or a human vagina? Hmm. I don't really know that much about furries. If you're at home listening and you know a lot about furries and and what they do to their vaginas, let us know. <laughs> Things we wonder. So here, now here's my real question. 
Are there, is there anyone that's a furry that's into like duck furries, but that's really anatomically correct about it, like no, with like the, a like, spiral penis, spiral penis, and like all of the rape and the like whip knocking out their partners with their wait. dick. So wait, what about? What about <laughs> I kind of want to pull a Neo yeah. Faust here and segue <laughs> because the other day we were at the park feeding ducks bread. Right? That isn't a bad segue. It's still talking about ducks, but God, <laughs> it's valid. <laughs> It's just very spastic because it's completely changing the topic <laughs> when we, no, we might not have been done. No so more so meta commentary so on this. So we're feeding bread. Okay, uh, bread feeding products. bread to ducks yeah. because it's mm. one of their favorite foods that they have absolutely no access to without people. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> curried bread because, because ducks aren't able to, you know, mill grains and, 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 and bake I saw those. one that was trying. No, it's true. <laughs> it, it was starting to use tools. Was his name oh, Howard? I mean, seriously. We should be afraid of this. We should be afraid of God. Anyway, the reason I thought of that when we brought up duck penis <laughs> was we had to witness this male mallard duck raping this other female duck. And there was other female ducks, and they were just kind of, like, watching. They're just like, hmm, okay, that's happening. Yeah, glad it's not me. Well, they say... It was going on for half an hour. Like, we were all, all going in various parts of the park, and we came back, and the duck was still trying to rape this same small duck. And apparently it's horribly violent. Yes, they. It was like I thought that the duck was going to die. Well, and then after it was done, like two female ducks went over to it, and one sat on the one that was raped for a while, and the other one just kind of followed the male. Well, like, hey, it's my turn. I don't know what was going on. There's a lot of weird shit in the, in the duck sex warfare. Because like duck sex it warfare, it seems like they've. I I read an article about this. That they've like evolved to become the most fucked up animals in existence like the male duck has barbs and shit so that way they ruin the vagina for other males and then female so ducks so the phrase wreck that shit might have come from ducks correct Wait, so okay. only they was, prefer quack that shit I thought it was like a mechanism like cats have with the barbed penis that tells the woman to like start you know ovulating or well female ducks also have fake vaginas so Clever the duck girls. will accidentally rape the wrong hole oh of course yeah yeah this is so much. We call that the butthole. <laughs> oh, so how do we? How do you grow an extra vagina? <laughs> Google. No. Maybe Yahoo Answers will let yeah. me know. Do you grow? Wouldn't that just be an evolutionary thing? I don't think they actively just think, oh, I want to grow another vagina right now. Let's. Mm, Why didn't you type vagina? Almost grown. Uh, <laughs> you you spelled vagina v i g i n a. Google corrected for me. But but you know what? I feel like we got a. We feel like this helped us find something important because there's a question on Wiki Answers that is. You, you get a mask. You get a mask. Identity. Change the voice. Oh, okay. How do you grow a vagina? Because I'm a boy and want to know the pleasures of a vagina. Wow, that sounds like a legitimate article that we should yep. actually read. But speaking of Neo Faust's horrible <laughs> spelling of the word vagina. It reminds me of the time when I lived in Virginia, and my little sister came and visited, and she posted on Facebook immediately, just made it to Virginia! Oh, this girl, she's good spelling. Oh, look, what? Um, well, apparently, there is a blog post about Hazel Jones and the tale of the two vaginas, because there is a, a uh, disorder called uterus didilophus, which causes a woman to grow an extra vagina. Well, she has a, a, a future in porn. Quote, 
porn. She quotes that she has two holes, one to the left and one to the right. <laughs> they look like a little yin-yang symbol. Sucks to have a baby for her. Yeah, I saw her on on, so, on some article, and she said, like, she's not going to do porn because, like, they obviously, like, offered that. Offered that. Because yeah. anybody that's a little bit weird, they get offers to do porn or, like, yeah. celebrities or yeah. anything. But she said she wouldn't do that. But anybody who was curious, she she wouldn't mind showing. So... So when she has a baby, does one hole determine evil and one hole determine good? Oh, you mean like what? it's like a, that's like its a own mirror universe yeah. coming out? Yeah, the baby comes out with a mustache if it's evil. Do you think she um, only lets certain guys go to one hole and certain guys go to the other hole? No, that's my special hole. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> no, sorry. a good hole. Sorry, honey. sorry, you're, you're not. I'm you're saving not. that one for marriage. <laughs> you're too, you're too chaotic, evil. You have to be more lawful good for this hole. That one for marriage. I like that. I like that. That's good. You have to be more lawful good. Apparently, I'm. I don't know how Katamari goes because I don't know how Katamari goes. Why Katamari? How could you have never played Katamari? Hey, well, I'm in the same boat as him. I've seen people play Katamari, and all those goddamn cons. Yeah, earlier he picked up a copy of Katamari and was like, "Oh, is it that game where you're like, we're like, yes, it's exactly like that." Well, every video I've seen of that game is you just wander around and push things with this really like indie bingo type music going on. You push a Katamari. Fuck you. You know, <laughs> there's a title for that game on something awful, and I think they call it Damn It Jim, Stop Dropping Acid and Finish Programming the Game. <laughs> well, see, Indie Bingo actually comes from. Uh, it started in the late not, uh, 80s when Oingo Boingo became too mainstream, and then people had to split off from them. So they have the to play with xylophone because indie, indie bands only play with xylophones. Ingo Bingo? Ingo Bingo. Out of tune, ukuleles, and xylophones. That makes you indie as fuck. Can we go to Big Lots and buy a bunch of little kid instruments and make a new theme song? Go to Big Lots and get little kid instruments. I actually want to go to Target. And I want no, the I think, to be I think it would piano. be even more hilarious if we got actual classy classical instruments. And tried to play those. And tried to just play them on um, the fly. Joke you. Like, oh, this is us playing classical music. We're just like, we tried to do it to the tune. <laughs> joke, joke on you guys. I play those. I play a cello. All right, Channing and I would accompany you horribly. You can play all classically, and we'll just be like, Fuck you, What do you play? What instrument do you play? What's your primary? I saw you fucking fiddling over there for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't Suzuki method, you asshat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking going straight to canon, you asshat. I'm a cello player. Canon's the fucking bane of our existence. Oh, that co- comedian talked about that, right? Yeah, there is a comedian to talk about, but it's fucking true. I have no idea what's going on. Okay, so there's a famous piece of music called Canon Indie by Paco. I know, it's like the wedding. Yep, yep, it's thing. used like every freaking wedding. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really pretty. There's like lots of like. It follows that, that, that typical like pop hook that everything's following between. Like, what is it? E A D G something? There are eight. But the bass line is eight notes, and they're all held out half notes. And that's it. For one, one of the instruments plays that, just that, for the whole fucking song. Isn't it usually in the four piece kind of orchestra? Isn't that all bass instruments really do anyway? Yeah, no, it's pretty. Um, it is. It is the um, start of what we see as modern day pop music, or that flow that people follow. It's a, it's a type of formulaic hook that's been just moved and re uh, rearranged, but it's the same notes. So what you're saying is, Canon in D eventually evolved into Skrillex because he was dropping no. the bass. Well, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're telling me it's that like Skrillex he, went back in time and wrote Canon in D? He might have. He might have. He dropped bass all over that piece. Bass. But yeah, yeah. On the next stuff, episode, yeah. Skrillex in time! <laughs> Skrillex in time. Whoa. I wonder what Deadmau5 is going to say about that. <laughs> I love Deadmau5! Deadmau5 hates that Skrillex guy, I doesn't know. he? Do they he really? Is oh, there like, and is that's there like all I know one? about Skrillex Wait. and Deadmau5. Are they having some like <laughs> East Coast, West Coast kind of beef here? I don't know what kind of beef they eat or do not eat. But is one of them vegetarian? <laughs> Why does it matter what the fuck they eat? Because they have beef with each other. Well, all I know is that at one of the large award shows, Deadmau5 wore a shirt that had Skrillex's personal number. phone number I on it. About that that's yeah. had the number and then said, "You mad, bro?" I thought that was just a so joke, he's like a he's ripping off joke. old Tom Green jokes. Correct. Nice. Okay. This is legit. the Tom Green show. Am I cool, Dad? Do, do you remember that the Tom like Green me? show where he was harassing Glenn Humplick by revealing one of his phone number digits every episode or yes. like over the episode? Wow. No. But the funny part was he he never revealed the whole thing on TV. But back then, MTV was like recorded yeah. in like Times Square in like front of a giant window, and on the other side was the other numbers <laughs> that he didn't reveal yet. <laughs> so so Glenn is, still got bombarded because Glenn what is Humplick. what is Glenn Tom Humplick. Green doing anymore? Is he is he like has he killed himself or something? Because I remember he what like, uh, he's what is not he doing? dead. No, but what is he doing? Is he fell off the face of the earth oh, after sure inventing he, planking? Basically. I'm sure he's doing fine. I mean, he lost a ball but still banged Rose McGowan, which is more than I've done. Yeah. Yeah, you still have a ball. Who's Rose McGowan? Um, Rose McGowan is in like a shit ton of movies. Like we just Scream. talked about her during uh, what well, we were cooking. Charmed. She was in. She used Jawbreaker. to date. She used to date Marilyn Manson. I think that's what she originally got famous for, or increased fame for. Anyway. What movie? She was Cherry Darling in uh, Grindhouse, the girl with the machine gun leg. Oh, okay. I haven't seen the movie, but I saw the previews and stuff. <laughs> this just in. Neo Faust has seen shit. This just in. Neo Faust knows nothing about pop culture, but still does a podcast about pop culture. I know enough to be indie. <laughs> Is this know just, enough to be indie? Is this just like a hipster cred thing? It's a, it's a point to not Dude, know I'm things. I'm the thing I hate. You, you know? are the thing you hate. I am. Did you I, like? I have a straight up stabbing Westward song right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> what? I thought you smelled vaguely like Zoe Deschanel. Who's that? She's the less hot version of Katy Perry. Who's Katy? Oh, wait. Katy, wait, Katy Perry does that um, Maybe song, right? No, Katy Perry's the girl with, like, the fireworks. Blair. She does fireworks, right? Yes, she did fireworks. Okay. She did E.T. The only songs. reason I know that fireworks song at all is because of Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> fireworks! That's not it. No. You were totally off of the melody. No, I don't know all the words to it, Baby, but I have it in my head, but I can't. And now, trying to hum with DJ Snorlax. I have to pick a song. You guys have to try to try to I'll, I'll figure it out. It see how bad. Okay. It is. Go, All right. Let's go. Try. <clears throat> Make sure that it's a song that we yeah. would know. Yeah. No, I think, think try not to go too obscure. Be, these are songs that I feel like. If it's a Dead Mouth Five song, know. I would yeah. know. I would, I would not yeah, know what it was. Say, yeah. These are songs that most people should know. Okay. Most people. Which means which people. means that you won't know them. No. But the rest of the nation. Son of a musician. My dad will probably kill me.
Too <laughs> levy with the dry, levy was dry. Yeah, and good old boys drinking whiskey and wine. That, none of that is the song. song name. I know, but I don't know the it's, song name. I know the but song. he knows the song. Yeah. My, my Miss American Pie. I, okay, there you go. American you, you, say, Pie. you said the name of the song. Yeah. Okay. Okay, there you go, yeah. okay. Oh, one for one. Okay. All right. Okay. I think acoustically, I figured out what the problem with your humming is. What? You shove too much of it into your nose. Really? So it reverberates wrong. Yeah. Use your so, nasal cavity. So don't use my nose. Yeah. Use your nose less. So I should be like. Um, <laughs> Manny, mm-hmm. yeah! <laughs> I didn't know the fuck that was. What is that? Is that the song? Watch out, boys! She'll chew you up. Oh God! Why did I know the melody? But I don't fucking know the song. She's a Manny, or so that was your trying to correct your own humming. And it was it worse? I was like speech therapy or humming therapy. It was a little bit better. Near the end, I, I noticed mm. that the melody. But you took it the deeper at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you're out of key. Mm. Watch out, boy! He'll chew you up. Oh wow! Mm. Okay, try another. Uh, try another. One, try another. One. Go, go. For it. All right. I swear to God, if it's the Batman soundtrack, I'm gonna punch you. Mm. Batman soundtrack. Mm. That's, that's there you go. Batman. Yeah, it's, it's the animated. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's Queen. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, Mandango. You're, you're doing a lot of songs that have just very like, very very specific tempos. Yeah. And that's what's making it super easy. Okay, so let me try um, <laughs> taking like maybe I don't know. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> try something from this decade. From yeah. this decade, yeah. yeah. This decade. Shit, Wait, I don't um, know much this decade. How about something within the last twenty years? Okay, yeah, yeah. Which we haven't <laughs> yeah. touched on yet. Love is in the heart. Let him. Let him. Love is in the heart is from like the early eighties. God, that's literally thirty years ago. <laughs> That's Groove is in the heart, not Love is in the heart. Okay, but I love it. Love is in the second. Groove. See, she got the name. He just starts making up lyrics. <laughs> Groove is in the shark. Groove is in the shark. And that's where they got the name for Groove Shark. Oh, okay, yeah. that's, that's the new that's the new But action. she picked up for the goddamn little, like, you know, whistle thing. That's cool. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's Let Me Clear My Throat. That's again. You're going too old. Um, um, I don't know why. I'm Here, I'll do one for you. Okay. <laughs> 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 I got. I got. It's that on Bald Mountain. Um, <clears throat> Carol of the Bells. Night on Bald Mountain. Night on Bald Mountain. It, it, it met all the criteria of songs that he was doing previously. It was really, really old, yeah, and it had staccato. a very specific you tempo. Like and it was out of key. Oh, Aladdin, I'd show you the world. Is that really from the last 20 years? Yeah, dude. Okay. Uh, no, it's not, is it? <laughs> it is, last 20 years. Uh, now, dead. if you would like to feel old, Aladdin came out 19 years ago. Jeez. Suck on that. Kids who were born after Aladdin came out, I believe have graduated high school. That's crazy really? to me. Ah, I guess you're right. Wait, wait. Yeah. Alright, I think I'm done humming. This has been another exciting episode of Channing Tries to Hum Things, and we try to guess. Should we have, like, a fake studio audience sometimes? <laughs> like, no. Derpy Show.
And now it's time on Derpy Show for Ask Neil Faust about Neil Gaiman. <laughs> so Neil Faust. <laughs> Neil Faust, what has Neil Gaiman been up to? And who is he married to again? Because I don't think we know. I'm not going to touch upon that. Because <laughs> you hurt me last time. And if, would, it, would it make you feel better if we asked you about Alan Moore? Oh, Alan Moore's pretty gangster, actually. I don't know what he's up to. He's like in a goddamn cave in Liverpool or something. I don't know. He, he's from Liverpool, Liverpool, I think. No, I don't know where he lives. He's a goddamn caveman. Liverpool? Liverpool. Liverpool. He's from the Liverpool. <laughs> I am in a cave. No, he's got this... Have you ever heard him speak? He's got this uber-thick Cockney accent. And he sounds like he's drunk all the time. Smart, smart as hell kind Is of Is it guy. hard for him to speak, or does he speak he easy? He talks like this sometimes. It goes into metaphysics. Talks, and if you see him interviewed, he looks like a caveman with little metal fingers on. He looks see? like a caveman with little metal fingers on. <laughs> see that? Seriously, what? I have no idea what's going on right now. You're asking me to explain what he looks like, what he is. I mean, that's him. He's like a modern day caveman that's like bringing in the whole like kind of concept of shamanism and taking it to a weird level of just like you know uh, uh, the philosophy of like language. And just, I don't know, mine fucks you. And he wears metal gloves? Metal, metal, the metal finger things. Like the goth kids, those sharp little metal finger things that they put over. It's like finger armor. You know what I'm talking about? <gasps> finger armor. Oh, yeah, so you don't get finger banged. Finger armor, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 like that's finger banged. Like the fucking fingers look like the finger of Saruman. Or Sauron. Saruman. Sauron. Yeah. Sauron. Whoa, whoa, yeah. wait. No, no, no. It's, it's that Saruman. finger armor is so you don't accidentally close your fingers in a door and get hurt. But the gossip. So you don't get lo- finger banged. Yeah, exactly. Finger banged. Anyway, yeah, that's what he looks like. He wears that and he talks all funny. Finger bang, bang, you into my Bang, bang, life. bang. Finger bang. Was that the episode they replaced Jesus with night. love? No. No, that was Faith Plus One. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not finger bang. Oh. Makes sense. But yeah, that's Alan Moore. Alan Moore's pretty gangster. I don't know what he's up to. I don't keep track of him. Who? Whatever. Okay, cool. I was going to say, who is he, but I don't care. Yeah, he wrote... He wrote... He wrote, he wrote Watchmen for Vendetta. And Swamp Thing, and A History of Violence. You know we're not about educating people on this show, so that's why. Right. Oh, Ray Bradbury died about two weeks ago. That made me sad, but Ray I don't Bradbury think cares died. about that. I cared about it. Cause that guy influenced me in shit. Well, a he lot of people influenced you in shit. <laughs> not, not, not. That was some you. wrong inflection. <laughs> he, he influenced you. That boy influenced me. If, that boy influenced you. <laughs> Ray, Ray Bradbury wrote that Red Fair Guy four fifty one influenced me. Growing up in the South. God damn it! I thought growing up in the South they banned Fahrenheit four fifty one. I thought schools. so too. That was a big thing. Everybody was all up in arms about. But you know what? I think it was a very important book for a lot of people. That and The Giver and 1984. Oh, fuck you. The Giver is one of the worst pieces of fucking literature ever written. But it's the first bit of dystopic kind of, like, uh, literature I read. So? So? Like, I had poop with blood in it for the first time. Doesn't mean that's fucking memorable. That's pretty That's pretty brutal. That's pretty That's pretty. Brutal. I think Tron was the first sci-fi movie I've ever seen, and I don't think that <laughs> You know, like, like, we've experienced a lot of things for the first time. Just because it's the first time we fucking had it doesn't mean it's the most immemorable thing to keep around. If everyone had to remember the first person they had sex with forever as, like, some pinnacle of their life, people would kill themselves more often. <laughs> Population control. What I'm trying to say is The Giver is awful. It has an awful ending, an awful plot, an awful story. Fuck the giver. Stop right there. For a boy of five, it was a great book. 
I'm not saying it's the greatest book right now and stands the test of time of other books that I read, but as a first-time read for me... as It might have changed you, and it might have changed a lot of people, but I'm saying there were better books for kids at the time. But and as someone who so if he didn't read this book, it was very formative for him. Maybe he would be cool. I would, yeah. Possibly. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I would be totally cool. Maybe. I'd be into, like, you know, Final Fantasy VII and being a low tar. Guy. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. You don't like Final Fantasy VII? Oh, God. Have I had this discussion with you guys before? I don't hate it, nor do I give a shit about it. I don't like talking about Final Fantasies because I started at 8. See, and see and there, I see went there. on. See, I played here. everything after it, but exactly. the ones before... I started 8 and played on, but they got in a Shining Force when I tried to play Tactics. I was like, fuck this. And I played Persona. I, I don't even know who you fuckers are anymore. Like, no. Seven, I was really point. hoping that they would make a pretty remake of it because I'm sort of a graphics whore. Right? Like, I understand. It is not a very no, pretty it, game. My, I never played Seven. I tried to play Seven for a little while and it was kind of just the graphics were painful. I'm sure the story yeah. is great. I'm not going to pretend like, you know, it's inferior to anything else because, you know. No, I, I, I never played Seven. I watched my friend's older brother <gasps> play Seven. And to me, that was a good experience. Never played it. The first I watched game your I beat mom myself. play Seven. Oh, yes, you did. I watched you your mom play it. Seven Guys at Once. Oh! Oh! Wait, what? <laughs> I'm saying your mom was in an orgy. Hey! <laughs> oh, hey. Pow, right there, kiss her. Anyways. Too bad it was full of ducks. Hey! Oh, back to that again. I'm not saying your mother's a whore, but she had sex with a lot of men. Oh! Oh, hey! Hey! Oh, I have nothing to say. Hey! <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, seven. It wasn't great for me. I mean, I, I watched it and went, "That's cool." Watched it and went, "That's cool." <laughs> I never had video a game reviews by Neophiles. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it and went, "That's cool." No, you want to play the shit out of? There was a. What did you think of the new E3, Neophiles? <laughs> I watched it and I went, "That's cool." <laughs> wow, you took the words out of my mouth. You read my blog. <laughs> hey, did you see that new movie, Prometheus? Yeah, I watched it. It was cool. It's high. I watched it and meh. Yeah, yeah. This just in. Neo Faust has seven words in his vocabulary. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's true. Do proper nouns count? Because I feel like he only knows like a couple of proper nouns. Well, half of the words he uses are fake words like like weeaboo and tangential. Ship. He misuses that word a lot. Ship. Ship. Hey, genital. I never said that. It's just a good type of genital. And then I think that he's got some sort of a mental block that a lot makes it so he can't say the word issue. Because he's always saying ish. He's always saying. Oh, I say that ish. Yeah. I, I think it's some sort of a, a mental. No, I can't disorder. say. I can't no. say. The, I can't. If you put the in front of anything, I can't say. No, you see, it's not a problem. It's it's ish is not just a problem with him. You see, he grew up at a time where there's a lot of lingo going through the comic book world. And that affected a lot of the youth. I luckily got through it unscathed. You read Spawn too? I read Spawn as well. But a lot of people, it's a, it's a very sad condition. They say things like ish. and Instead of issue. Correct. And they say true believer a lot. Yo, you got the new ish of Spawn. Is that how they did it? Kind of, yeah. Like if you were, if you were in, in Brooklyn? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> like this ish of Spawn. Uh, they also oh, say yeah. things like Nuff said. Yeah. Did I say that? So it's just this really sad part of being in the 90s. They're also addicted to belts, pockets, and tiny feet. Fanny packs? <laughs> in the UK, that means vagina. <laughs> when I was in the, uh, the UK earlier, I was just like, you know, I was telling my girlfriend, it's funny that we all walk around with fanny packs. And she's like, you probably shouldn't say that out loud. What, fanny packs? 
Because fanny means vagina. Fanny but means vagina. That's but probably like slang for like uh, tampons over the there. JJ. No, it's 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 fanny is slang for vagina. vagina. Can, I, can I borrow your fanny pack? I seem to have left mine at home. But, but in London, He's asking for a tampon. <laughs> I seem to be having a bit of a happy flow day. Oh God. British ladies but, with Rob. But I'm pretty sure that like everything in, in London is slang for something else. Like, yeah. And half of it's slang for vagina or cigarette. Yeah. And fucking. Derpy show. For those of you who don't know, back when we used to do serious business on WPRK, we had a very special segment we were able to do once called Ask a Canadian. But we want you to know, we're going to have some Ask a Foreigner questions soon. So make sure you prep your questions for whatever nationality is coming up. One one thing that they should know about the Ask a Canadian, it was just you and I that day. Was was Anonymous there? I believe Anonymous was there. Anonymous was might house. have. Yeah, okay. Anonymous might have been there. And and Mrs. Doctor the Dirty Hipster Doctor was there. Doctor Mrs. Okay. Anyway, before we started recording that episode, I can remember very clearly, and and you'll pick up on this if you listen. But every single question, I, I told her every single question I'm going to ask you is going to be based on South Park Canadians. But and she, I held true to that. And she, the thing is, she responded as if they were real questions. That's the funniest part, is that <laughs> there's so much truth in the South Park Canadian stereotypes it's that awesome. she had valid answers. So this is an interesting one. Uh, we're going to edit it down because it was a, pretty much the entire show was Ask a Canadian. Yeah, we had probably 40 minutes of that but uh keep up check the forums and we will tell you who's going to be on the next show uh, when we have the next ask a foreigner and uh you guys can submit your questions and we'll ask them you're listening to serious business better than the dj snorlax <laughs> we haven't done that in a while i know you yeah, haven't has... and i was happy and then it happened again and now i'm it's all we for had nothing. to make you unhappy so oh my god weirdest thing just happened Random Canadian girl just walked into the studio. It's true. Her beady eyes and flip-top floaty head are a little bit unsettling. Right. So we just kind of last minute decided to have a segment called... Ask a Canadian? Ask a Canadian. Or (laughs) A-C. You missed... Never mind. (laughs) I just had a really bad joke. DJ Snorlax brings the cheese yet again. So, my first question comes from me. Wait, what's what's your name? What did we decide your name was? She has an N on her shirt, so we have to assume that it's something like something with an N. And uh, we don't really know. What's the stereotypical any- Canadian name? Nancy. No. I don't feel Nanette. Like Nanette. Nanette. That works. I think. Yeah, it's oh, Frenchish. It, yeah, it's it French. almost sounds French too. Where yeah. Where are you from in Canada? You have to talk. Are you really radio. having? Are you really having that problem where you can't talk into a microphone? No, I'm good. Uh, I'm just from Canada. There's only one road, so I live next to the road. Oh, <laughs> there's one road in Canada. Yeah, you yeah, gotta to follow get the only road. Yeah, to get anywhere in Canada. Coming into Florida was actually really overwhelming because you guys have more than one road. So I really wasn't sure where I was going. I got lost. <laughs> no, really difficult. No, but, why does milk come in bags in Canada? Because it's better. Why does it come in a jug in America? To, to keep it safe. That's you. You yeah. hold but it. You put it I mean, in a jug. In a, in a carrying a jug is much easier than carrying a freaking yeah, bag of. Yeah, but you don't carry like a single bag of milk. You carry a bag with three bags. Can you say milk, milk again? Can you say milk again? Milk. You said milk. You definitely <laughs> said milk. 
We'll have to listen to the recording. Uh, <laughs> I think I must have said Malk because... Can we go to the replay on everyone, that, Bob? Everyone had an aneurysm. <laughs> yep. So, anyway. No, no, no. Like, carry like, a bag of milk no, within, a, within a bigger bag. It's like th- you buy three liters. Wait, wait, wait. It's a bag within a it's bag? A bag? Yeah. Backception. Oh. One of you needs to How say did that just written. happen? That's the weirdest word to say at the same time. You just simultaneously made up a word together. Oh, my God. Snorlax and I. We go way back. Page. Yeah, we go Canadian? way back. No. No. no I, I do speak meme, though. So Yeah, we do speak internet. We have the internet now. We just got it. It's really cool. There is a C on his shirt, but he doesn't have the flip top head, so I'm yeah. confused. <laughs> well, they they just got the internet, but it is still Prodigy, so they're pretty they're pretty backwards. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm still kind of amazed that you jinxed that word. <laughs> well, so you know, there's a pattern for that. Anytime there's a something within a something, it's like a meta something, somethingception. Okay, so if it's a show within a show, it's like showception. Okay. Like a dream within a dream. All right, yeah, I get it. It was, was a movie. Weird to me. Got nominated Thank for an you Oscar. For ruining the, the the wonder and excitement of it <laughs> by explaining it. You're welcome, jerk. Okay, so back to the questions. You so guys have memes in Canada. We do. Well, we have some of the similar memes that you guys have. I don't think there's any just specifically Canadian memes. Are you like no. 20 years behind us though? Like, well, did I you... mean, we just got the internet, so I'm assuming yes. So, like, you guys are just now all your base or belong to using. No, we've had our bases since at least the early 2000s. Oh, they didn't even have that yet, apparently. Wait, 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 wait. You guys have bases? I didn't think you guys had a standing military. Well, when we were discussing this yesterday, <laughs> like, there's a guy in the woods, but he might not be standing. He might just be it's one guy drunk in the, in the forest. One guy in the woods. He had a tent, but he sold it for moonshine. Well, whenever the royal family gets threatened, they all have to go home and open their boxes of faith and get instructions See, to meet under the tree. Not, wait, not every Canadian, not not every Canadian has a box of faith. And I mean like there is only that <laughs> wait, one tree. Wait, so wait, you were deprived wait. of your sandwich? <laughs> What's going? What is a box of faith? Uh, Snorlax. Snorlax. What? So much to learn about Canada. Yeah. Well, all I learned is from Martin Short at Disney's Epcot. So um, my, my, he told me that our biggest number... export is comedians. Yeah. yeah, that's what he told and me. And Justin Bieber. I'm really sorry. Chris guys. Hardwick is, is Canadian. Yeah, I've never been personally apologized to for Justin Bieber or Brian Adams. Can you apologize to? Well, you have us to throw in Celine Dion as well. By the way, Who? however, we did give you guys. Did you just throw routine. a Z into her name? Celine no. Dion. Celine Dion. She says it French because she's I'm a French, French Canadian. Yeah, and Celine Dion. Is Celine Dion. No, that's Celine the, Amer- that's the no, American. No, that's the American. That's here. Here, here in America, where you speak American, it's Celine Dion, but, but it's the- Celine Dion. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. There's no I don't Z. think it is. I don't think there's a yes. Z in her name. It's because it's because of the vowel into the D. It flows in French. French is a flowing language. They're two separate words. Therefore, that doesn't apply. Dion is one word. It's Dion. No, he said the vowel into, oh, the the consonant into the vowel. Now, yeah. I thought you were talking about the e into the d. No, no, I was no, like, no. Eh? okay. So things and also in 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 French like that will happen. Like you'll just cut letters out and smash them together to make it flow more better. So what would what would say Rob be? Because that's that's a consonant into a vowel. He be, 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 be Robert. Um, Actually, well, no, because you can't translate names. It's like basic language 101. But Dion is a name. But you're her, translating she's French. that. French. You don't translate it. You're translating it into English. No, we're not. Yeah, yeah, you're no, right. we're not. Yeah. It's, it's like Mao Zedong. How many times has that, that? changed? It's the the evil Chinese. Well, I guess it's not evil, but he was the big uh, communist bad guy, the boogeyman from China in like the 50s and 60s. Um, Chairman Mao. 
Uh, and uh, it used to be Mao Zedong, and now it's Mao Zedong. Shaman, and they yeah, keep like yeah. re-telling us how we say it's it true. in English. Yeah, but that's better. because we just can't pronounce it correctly because we're not speaking Chinese. I was just calling my cat Chairman Meow last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of linen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply that personally anyway Means. more questions for the canadian so <laughs> besides your bag milk <laughs> i which i still i don't agree with because <laughs> i don't it's agree a bag of with liquid. the bagged milk and this is a legitimate thing if you think we're just making crap up you can look it up on google Ask Google. He's a pretty cool guy. Bags of milk. Remember how you used to be like a child in first grade and you get the little juice box that was an orange juice? But it was like a bag. A bag. And you They're called mini sips. And you had to stab it with a straw. <laughs> you actually have to stab those giant bags of straws? Their no, milk is like them. Capri Sun. Well, wait, how do, wait, how <laughs> so do you pour the milk? How do you pour the milk? Okay. Is it a one-time use? No. It, <laughs> is it like a space rip open bag? the bag and they no, just the reason, throw it onto their bowl of the, cereal? The, <laughs> or do you have to like... An it, entire like liter. We have to pour a whole liter of milk. Is it, is it like liter. a space bag? Is it like no. a space bag and you have to hook up the vacuum and like no. pull it tight at the end? I, I try to legitimately explain how bags of milk work okay. and I'm getting trolled. All right, come okay. on. <laughs> the so, show is called Serious Business. You know what you signed up for. Yeah, it's basically a giant troll session. So. Yeah. Okay, so the uh, bags of milk go into... Milk. Uh, pitcher and then you put it like you know it's reusable and then you cut the corner of the bag so you can gently pour it into your cereal so you have to have like a carafe at home for your milk or something pretty much but the reason why we do that is it actually takes less plastic to put it in the bags than it would to put it in a gallon like we don't have care about the environment it's because you guys are america we dump everything in canada (laughs) yeah yeah exactly who cares but um the if we could we we don't even have um like you guys have gallons and like plastic containers of milk all of ours come in milk cartons we don't actually have pla- at least not from Wait, where i'm from cartons on but we we, we don't have plastic other than the bags of milk we don't so have you don't have the most containers. useful substance on the planet is what you're telling me there were commercials when we i was a child plastic. that told me how important plastic was to my life and it had, it had a jug plastic of milk isn't everything i'm pretty sure you have plastic you're I'm not partially s- no, made of plastic, i just mean 
we don't have plastic milk jugs. Oh, I thought you were oh. saying everything is made of. Car- we have cartons. We don't have the jugs. As far as I, I've never seen a milk jug in, until I came to America. Really? Yeah. Is this your first time in America? Yeah. I'm. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. You don't have a very Canadian accent, with the exception of milk. It's because English is my second language, and I learned from TV. <laughs> <laughs> you speak American TV, TV. We speak TV. Really? Hold that down. Yes. Is it really your second language? Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. So can you translate some of our stuff into French? I can't guarantee that it will be correct, and I'm going to make an ass out of the three of you, but yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, dude, no. we can, can have I a bi- say that on TV or on radio. Well, this is this is what we call radio down here in America. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, TV is the thing with the pictures. In, in Canada, they call it TV though because they just sit in front of it. They gather around the radio and you'll well, get to watch heard about it. The war, right? You'll get the picture box in a few years. Don't worry. The flat ones or the big ones? <laughs> um. Well, now we have the big flat ones. So we'll get so, little flat ones. No, little fat ones. Yeah, you'll, you'll get, get the, the little uh, fat ones, and then it'll progress to the big ones. But will really there be color soon? Um, eventually, I'm Damn. not sure how the Canadian Amer- American export wait, wait, TVs. Wait, wait. I didn't realize you guys understood color up there. I mean, everything's like white and desolate. And then whenever they come here to, to wear things, they don't match, and everything's crazy and hipster looking. So I assumed you guys just didn't have color in Canada. Well, I mean, the snow blindness does ruin everything for us. So yeah. once we get here, you know. Because the sun just reflects off Are all of the Are you kind of on sensory overload right now? Sensory or sensory? Sensory. Sensory <laughs> overload. Did I say sensory? Yes, you did. Century. See, that's what you get for making fun of how I say milk. Oh my god, it's the 21st century of a century overload. If you consistently <laughs> said milk or milk, I would like stop doing it, but you keep switching back no. and forth. So I it's don't notice. We've got a question from the chat room. Why is your bacon round? Yeah, why is your bacon round? That's true. That's back bacon. It only comes in round. What? You guys have round bacon here. No, what? round round shape. Yeah, back yeah. bacon. Yeah, is it's round. called. We call it Canadian bacon. Yeah, we call it Canadian bacon. It's back or, bacon. Or ham. <laughs> Some people just call it ham too. Yeah, but, but it's Canadian bacon. Okay, but it's just back bacon. Like it's from the the fat back part of a pig, oh. and it just stays. It's just easier for them to keep it. I guess it gets processed to be round. I've never seen it. I have to. I have to see it. I was always. Curious. I don't eat yeah, bacon. I'm pretty sure you so. can cut off a strip of bacon from a back of a pig. So. <laughs> I don't understand what the purpose of making it round is. I don't know. What's the purpose of making it in strips? Why is well, your you bacon see, in strips? When you when you cut out circles out of a pig, there's going to be leftover meat in the middle of these circles. Yeah, that's what makes hot dogs, right? <laughs> I could that's answer. Actually, that's, that's, that's actually a pretty good answer. Yeah. All right, there we go. I could not argue <laughs> <No>. with that. <laughs> wow. That was quick. Yeah, too. see, once, once I get well used to it, I... My wit will come out, but until then, I'm just really nice. Your derp. Hmm. Uh, All right, so we've got some phone calls, so people are going to call back here. So yeah, sorry yeah. for uh, not answering. Just the a phone. reminder: we don't answer the phone while we're on the air. So but call can, back while we're you playing. You can call music. back and, and call quest- and have questions for the Canadian. Yeah, here. we'll we'll ask her some more questions, and maybe we'll let her ask the Americans some questions. <laughs> yeah, we right. could probably since do that. this is her first time here. Maybe she has some stuff she wants to know about our crazy country. Yeah, I, yeah. I just want to let everyone know that uh, Popeyes is delicious. One the one the one like awesome thing I learned about America Popeyes, it's awesome. That's it. All right, so we're back to uh, ask a Canadian. Uh, <laughs> Boar had a pretty good one. You want yeah, to ask? I, I have a pretty good question. Um, what's your favorite craft dinner restaurant in in Canada? Wait, hold on. What's craft dinner before we get into this question? Craft dinner, macaroni it's, and cheese. Craft like, dinner, the oh, Canadians' favorite or... things. 
like craft macaroni and cheese, yeah. like the blue box yeah, mixed with the powder. Kraft dinner. Okay. Okay. Right. Before I answer the question, I like to point out that I very rarely ever ate craft dinner. What? And I don't know how I to make it, it. I thought it was a staple. I'm gonna throw this out. Oh, it is actually. How do you it know how to make the instructions are on the box. Yeah. Um, Have you made spaghetti? Yeah. No, well, no. Then, I can make go. like four course meals, but I legitimately can't make like craft brand craft KD. I can't. I wait. Just, you it have fails. A, it's called KD. There's, there's there's yeah. You shorten it. And they're like, I get oh, KD this beast. I need some no, KD no. up in here. K- no, KD. It's crap, and it is uh, a staple because it's cheap and it sort of has vitamins in it and stuff. Now I don't know about you guys, but. Um, our government like disallows a lot of stuff that's terrible for you, which obviously isn't true about you guys, because you know, fruity pebbles. So you can't but get ramen. Anyway, is what you're um, no, unless we go to like Asian Wait, specialty hold stores. Hold on, of all the things you could you could talk about that are terrible to eat, <laughs> like, ramen, ramen was fruity, it? Ramen, fruity pebbles? No, she said fruity pebbles. I didn't say fruity. She's talking about there's like bars. Uh, yeah, the the fruity pebbles there. bars were, but um, a lot of our our stuff now, like our craft dinner, is whole wheat. Oh, so okay, hold on. Oh, interesting. Hold on. Anonymous but, is confused because we had something that is like diabetes in a box in a last night. Form. Yeah, okay, bar think, form. Think of rice a crispy rice treats, treat. but made with fruity pebbles and then covered with icing drizzle. It tastes like a oh, rainbow. Okay. All she said is fruity pebbles. It's like fruity pebbles is just a cereal and it's sugary, but that's not really different than anything else that we. We don't have in Canada anymore. Most of our like sugary cereals aren't even that sugary. Okay, yeah. back to the, back to the craft dinner. Yeah. The only restaurant that I know of in the area of Canada that I live in that serves craft dinner in a restaurant is Burger King, and Whoa. you can buy it like a kids meal. It's like half full of craft dinner. That doesn't make any sense. Wait, you can. Buy back already made. Like, yeah. Why don't you just make it at home? I don't know. Why do you go to any fast food restaurant? But if you're going to Burger King, why would you go for so craft it's not dinner? Because it's like a kids' meal. Is it not physically possible for you to buy craft dinner and bring it home and make it? Is that no, not something it, that it well, is. Well, it's no hard because we have to use that whole liter of milk in one shot, right? So we'd have to use a lot of milk. We'd have to make a lot of craft dinner. That is true. That is, that is a lot of craft dinner. No, uh, yes, it is possible. And we have, like, you know, the no-name brand, which is the exact same thing, but different packaging and whatever. But, but nobody okay. wants you that. Can, they want craft. I guess I, guess I misunderstood. you, you got to have the real KD. There is uh, restaurants. Well, the Burger King chain, anyway, that serves craft dinner. It's in a little tiny, Burger like, Burger King serves macaroni and cheese. Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a new thing. That's a new thing. I learned that today. Well, every day's a school day. I'm glad I could help you out learning something about Canada, eh? A boat. A boat. A boat? A boot. A boot. A boot. Maybe it's because I'm French and English is my second language that I don't have these like weird uh speech things that you can, guys. Can you know. teach us about French? Like what? I don't know. I could tell you that every French person from where I'm from hates the English. Oh. And they hate Canada. They want to be separate. I'm from Quebec. Oh, so. you're from Quebec? Not Quebec, it's Quebec. No, see, Quebec. Quebec. Now, does everybody there pretty much mime in where you live? <laughs> um, <laughs> not in Montreal. I, mean, I just kind of picture a lot of mimes dancing around. Actually, all the I say time. not in Montreal, but I did see a lot of mimes when I was in Montreal the other okay. day. Like a lot. It was weird. I I know I go there a lot, but that was the first time. And I've you were seen like, mime. "Dad, what are you doing?" Pretty much. What's your culture? Why is that weird for you? To you? see mimes every because it was the um it was the first time that i've seen like i've seen mimes a couple of times but i was there for three days before i came to florida and i saw a mime every day when i was there more than once like taking the metro and there's a mime i was half like, expecting you to say something station. like i come from a long line of mimes and in fact i'm gonna go mime later you know i've actually mimed before i don't doubt that at all <laughs> yeah there isn't much you haven't done yeah i'm, I'm a carny she said okay uh, so we need more questions bieber 
Bieber, yeah. How do you feel about Justin Bieber? Well, He's one of yours. I'm sorry. Can you take him back? I wish I could. You know what? I don't want him back. You guys can keep him or send him off to like Japan where he's really popular. Mm. What other what other terrible things came from Canada? Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Celine Dion. Celine, Celine, Celine Dion. Uh, Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Hockey. Hockey's pretty cool. Hockey's pretty cool. Tim Hortons. Do you guys have Tim Hortons in Florida? Not in Florida. I've only seen them in upstate New York. York. Yeah. Closer to the border, probably. They have them other places. I've. I think I've seen them in like Ohio. Yeah, just I think anywhere area, like up near us probably has Tim Hortons, probably which is Michigan. weird because it tastes like garbage fluid. Huh? What you go? But telephone question. Uh, they just wanted to know what kind of music you have. Do you have music in Justin Canada? Bieber. Is that we don't only have I mean, Justin Bieber? But I know you have Justin Bieber, but he's mainly. But every sixteen-year-old basically they just have Robin Sparkles. And Robin Sparkles. Yes. Yeah. What is get, Robin yes. Sparkles? Next, Robin, Robin Sparkles. No, I Robin Sparkles is like oh, your man. your country's gemstone. You know that "Let's Go to the Mall" song that's so popular up there. <laughs> there are going to be like I know what you're referencing. What we're about. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. This is a reference to "How I Met Your Mother," where what, one of the characters about, was a Canadian pop star when she was yeah. younger. What about Let's "Sandcastles in the Sand"? It's no. okay. We're, we're past this. No, now. We're, we're good. But um, <laughs> do you, so we do have you, the you, same you music as you guys do. Yes, we have music. Okay. What's the zip code of Canada? It's weird. There's letters in it. Yeah, it's like letters. number letter number letter number letter. No, you're saying it wrong. It's letter number letter number letter. Regardless, number, it's six. stupid. So it's like a hex code. I yeah. guess. Okay. Yeah. They can't just have digits. They have to have other stuff in there. So why? Do you and we don't have to dial the area code every time we want to call somewhere. You guys have to do that here, don't you? You have to dial. No. the area code? calling a different. It's because there's so code. few. Well, how many phone area- numbers? Yeah. Well, see, we've had phones for upwards of like a century, so. It's a little so bit different weed, here. Because the population is higher here, so there needs to be more than one area code. Oh, is that why? I thought it was just random numbers that <laughs> we were dialing for the hell of it. Um, Thank you for explaining why we have area codes. No problem. But do you guys have more than one area code in Orlando? Wait, 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 wait. Do we? We do. We no. have like, no. no 321, 407. 321 is technically a like A lot Daytona of cities do, stuff. though. No, but like... Three, two, one. You get that in like central in like Orlando. If you get a new phone on like T-Mobile, you're going to get a three, two, one number. You're allowed to, but it's not technically an Orlando Uh, number. Any landlines in Orlando are four zero seven. Okay, fair enough. We're talking about cell phones don't count. So if there's no, so if there's only one area code in Canada, does that mean you cannot have different hoes in Canada? (laughs) Yeah. I see what you're you can't have different hoes and different area codes. Uh, Yeah, no, I got what you mean. And there's uh, different area codes for every province hmm. some pro- some places have more than one like quebec the province of quebec has lots montreal alone i think has two or three different area codes so she could have two or three different hoes and in the same area but technically different area codes wait wait so there's there's someone on the line Someone's backing me up backing codes. me up about area codes whoever you are if you're listening if you can hear me i love you you're my hero fight the good fight take no, down the power Wait, can we go back to beer for a second? Okay. I was going to tell the story beer. from last night how somebody said something about PBR, and you were like, wait, what? And you had to say the whole name. You can't say PBR. Yeah, the, you don't say PBR. I just wasn't sure what it was. It's not that I didn't know what PBR was, but I just wasn't Perhaps sure. Like they don't I just wasn't sure PBR that that was the acronym. We don't have PBR in Canada. In her defense, if we would have heard her say, oh, can I get some KD? We would have been like, what? what? Yeah, KD? It's true, it's true. We don't, yeah, we don't have PBR. Yeah, we never would have thought of abbreviating that. <laughs> no. Well, I would never call it Kraft Dinner. We I just call it Mac how, and Cheese. Yeah, but Mac and Cheese, Kraft Dinner's the brand, right? Yeah, Kraft is the brand. But Wait. you guys have a lot of brand <laughs> so recognition. We were actually talking lunch? about... Hold on. 
Depends. Some people call dinner lunch anyway, right? Oh, my God. Okay, I've got a big problem here. Wait, people call dinner lunch? Yeah. Only in Canada. So, why? Lunch is lunch and dinner is dinner. You can call dinner supper. I think it was calling lunch dinner. Yeah. Not the other way around. Lunch. Just saying dinner for everything. Well, because in French, dîner is lunch. So, if you're speaking English. But dîner is not dinner. Dinner is dinner. But dîner is... So, no, I've got something more important here. So I was having a discussion with Miss Canada here last night about how it's weird that we use brand recognition here, like calling things like instead of saying cola, we say Coke, Coke sometimes or Band-Aid or Jello. Well, she aware of the whole like southern states like calling everything Coke? Well, oh, no, that's what he was that. explaining that's to what, me last that, night. That is yeah, rage inducing for me. But, but, but now, but they refer to it as craft dinner, not mac and cheese. We're going to get some craft dinner. So craft dinner is still the brand though. Um, that's brand recognition. So why is that weird to you? Why is it weird that we do it? Well, I don't know if you say if you want craft dinner, and but he's thinking like if if you tell me I want craft dinner, but he's just thinking like macaroni and like cheese. Are you, are you thinking of things like uh, like Kleenex? You know, like, do you say, uh, we need a facial tissue? <laughs> what do you, what do you call the, th- when you cut yourself and you put a little adhesive thing? What do you call that? I need a self-adhesive bandage strip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, uh, these, like that situation doesn't come up where I would be speaking in Nobody English. Nobody gets cut? Oh. <laughs> I would say it in French. I can't speak my... for other Canadians because I have no idea what they would do. <laughs> Pretty much. Because, uh, anytime that I would need a band-aid. There's like three of you. So... There's legitimately the... This is the first time in a while that I only speak English because I, I work in French. All my friends are French. So I don't like, I guess I would say I want a Band-Aid. However, I only use Band-Aid brand Band-Aids. So it wouldn't be brand recognition. It would be I legitimately want a Band-Aid brand. Band-Aid. I'm pretty sure that still counts as brand recognition. Not if that's what you're want. Not if that's the but, specific thing you're looking. But does that for. mean you would say no if I brought you, say, a Walmart brand if you bandage? Were out. <laughs> okay, if I'm bleeding oh. out, I don't think a band aid is going to do much for me anyway. But thank you for the offer. And yes, I would refuse <laughs> because you definitely want like fabric strip bandages. You don't want like plastic. They have other brands that yeah. have fabric. You know what they call them in Britain? Plasters. Yeah. What? So, I have one more question. What is what is are French fries and gravy? I'm fries assuming they're French fries unless and you gravy. Like, like, unless, unless you add cheese curds, and then it's a poutine. But you specifically put gravy on French fries? Like, you just go into a place and order that? It's um, no weirder than mayonnaise. Uh, well, no, but, yeah, I mean, no. Mayonnaise and fries is the bomb. Oh, God. No, but you know what? Good. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, Gross, wait, yeah. like let, wait let me finish. Context. It is weird for anyone that isn't from Quebec, because my friends from New Brunswick think I'm a freak when I have, like, fries and gravy and then put mayonnaise on it. Ooh, Not like yeah, covering yeah, mayonnaise, yeah. combine the gravy. No, no, yeah, no, it's really good. No, yeah, no. No. yeah. I know everyone's horrified, but like, it's a really popular thing in like Quebec. French fries, but only in Quebec. I'm like French fries plus gravy. Okay, I can get that. Potatoes, gravy. I got it. Can, French yeah, fries plus mayo, condiment. Okay, I'm okay with this. No, no, no. That All together, yeah, no. Mm, it makes no, a perfect no, Venn no. diagram. So, do you eat mashed potatoes and gravy with mayonnaise on it? I don't oh. eat mashed potatoes. What? It only works for French fries. Oh. Wait, you just don't eat mashed potatoes? Not really. I don't eat a lot. Of, even French fries, I don't eat French fries. Yeah, why would she do that with other forms of potatoes? She's a hipster. She was really freaked out that our uh, grocery store didn't have anything for her. Like, all of our chicken was frozen, so we couldn't have that. Take her to Whole Foods. Yeah, I didn't, at Whole Foods well, I didn't realize she was such a hipster when yeah, we were going to the grocery store. She'd be like, store. oh, good, they have like, ostrich eggs here. Canadian I was looking for one of those. Hipsters. <laughs> um, so, do you have any questions for Americans while you're here? Um, Before your moose takes you back to the Great White North. Oh, I had a, a really good one earlier, and I, I thought they were with polar bears. No, no, you can't ride a polar bear. You eat them and wear their fur. Obviously. But, 
But you see, and you fashion their bones into a sled, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Attached to the moose to drag it back. Aren't they mostly blubber, though? Would you really? Yeah, but then you can make. You're thinking of whales. everything. Yeah, that's how you like make our candle. Polar bear, same thing. I also enjoy the fact that you guys have like Dr Pepper fountains because Dr Pepper isn't very popular in Canada. Or at least we're awesome. Well, good because it's terrible. What? Mm. Why do you hate everything? You guys. I also have Blue Mountain Dew, which I really want to try. Mm. Yeah. I can, can I just say that so cute. cherry Dr. Pepper is amazingly smooth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazingly smooth. We really, Amazing. need to get, we really need to see if we can get a promotion. I know. I need to start sending these shows to Dr. Pepper <laughs> as we've, often as I talk about it. We've had like four shows. It. There's one show where we just were debating the ingredients. Well, on there's 23. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not it can actually be smooth or not. <laughs> anyway. So this has Stay been tuned. enough. We love of, you. We'll miss you. Talking over as usual. Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Derpy show. We we just had a little beverage break and we learned that Neo Faust likes to drink warm soda. Is this some sort of like First I know of all, that in right Europe here. they do that? Well, stop right. This is supposed not warm. to be it's supposed to be better for you. No, this is this room temperature the... soda. And um it's it's cool actually. It's not it's not warm. Warm, I don't necessarily care for, but I can deal with. Now, now my take to is I hate ice because uh, why do you put ice in something that's already cold? No, I'm, just I'm with you down? on that. Yeah. I don't like to dilute my but soda feel this, all the feel time. It. You see that 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 is not warm. It's it's cool. You see, room temperature is not bad. See, that's cold. I'm not bothered by it though. A nice like stout. I prefer room temperature, like a beer. Some certain beers, Some beers are meant to be temperature, though, right? Yeah, uh, but soda. I feel it's made to be served chilled. Yeah. Well, it comes to the fact that... Um, it increases the length of the carbonation. Well... lasts, too. For me, I, I like to drink things... I like to gulp things a lot. Wait. <laughs> are you coming out of the closet? So, okay, so you, you like to gulp things that are warm. They uh, come out of cylindrical objects. Get the juices out of them. You have to work the tip before anything can come out. We did have brats earlier, and he said he wanted one of those sausages inside of him. Wow. There's this disappointed overturn now, is no, there? No, no. This is disappointed overturn. I drink fast. <laughs> so take it take it as you will. We could probably talk to the guys over at Flame On and see if they have any you know, advice, probably, advice for you. you know, we probably, yeah, probably ask them that. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's... Wait, I'm, I'm following <laughs> in with this. No, I'm not. So now, do you Continue. guys rem- do you guys remember back before all sodas had the big mouth cans? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a big deal for a while. Yeah, like I think Mountain Dew was Mountain the first Dew. one. Sorry, go on. But now they all have it. That's true. Big so mouth how what? did we live before that? Big what? Now the soda, like the actual hole, I guess, like not a spigot, but the actual opening opening of the can after you pop the top. Yeah, it's at least fifty percent larger than it used to be. And, okay, here that is the case, but overseas, like in Kuwait and stuff, they still have the little like s- little slit kind of like hole opening for the can. Sense. Oh, is it the kind that has like the little plastic? It is. Yeah, basically, this does not stay on; it goes all the way off. You put is it? But is the metal off. ones? Or are you talking about the ones the where met- it's like a plastic? No, they have a plastic one, but also no. They, I've also seen tinfoil ones. Yeah, yeah, they have the tinfoil ones, but in Coca Cola out of Kuwait, they basically have the cans that when you pull the tab, you know how our soda cans, you you pop up in the can, the tab stays on. Right. There's it slides all the way off. So it's more like like it's a an old, can. it's an old pop top. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And they have those over there like crazy, and it's, I can actually remember those. I barely. I can't remember clear Pepsi too. Yes. 
I, I, I drank that like crazy. I don't really remember those. I'm sure I had them, but I don't remember them personally. Very much. But I can see. I can barely remember the old tops just because mm-hmm. I don't. They're not something that I committed to memory. Like very pull well. out, pull tab pops and uh, like pops. beer. You're so normal. I'm from the Midwest, and we're talking about <laughs> so really, pop. really old stuff. So it was a pop. Get that pap up in there. Pap over there. Anyway, that that's about the very limits of my remembrance. So I don't know if you would remember. I don't know. Did you? Yeah, that's the very limits of. I I can only vaguely you remember seeing them. Yeah. I can't actually remember even drinking them. Well, no, that's just that's all it is over there. Like overseas, especially like if you're at mess hall, like um a lot of the um region like providers provide a lot of the food for like the military mess hall. So a lot of the cans like. AW actually no the AW root beer was the only one I think that was imported from outside the Middle East because Middle Eastern people don't like root beer apparently. In fact, it's not really. A they will thing. once we go to space. Well, they will. That's the Starfleet drink of choice. Is it? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm all. I guess I'm more and more okay with Starfleet. Yeah. So. Yeah. What about those weird Japanese ones where you actually have the crystal that you have to pop down into the drink? It's a marble. Marble. The marble. marble whatever. Yeah, it's a glass marble, and that's ramenade or ramen? ramenade. Ramenade. Yeah. yeah. I, it's all right. It's basically just fizzy Kool Aid, basically. It's right. it's not as thick as a regular. But I mean, soda. as terms of like a pop top, like in, in regards to the pop top, like that's a that's very interesting. Does that still prevent it? Like if you knock it over, it still keeps some of the liquid in? Because that's what pissed me off. Because I want to put a cap. No, that does not really. No, it help. Doesn't? Okay, it was just like for me the first time seeing that, I'm just like it's Japanese. I guess it would go out a lot slower if you turned it completely upside down. I guess so, right? It would slow it down. <laughs> slow it down enough. It is something. Uh, I I feel like the bottle is the pinnacle of liquid transportation technology with the twist top actually i think the pinnacle is the water bottles with this with the cap and then it has the sucking ability don't really like to suck Wait, on things have you had any call me not gay <laughs> but i don't really like to suck on things have you have you um had the monsters that have the receivable top that just kind of slides to the left counterclockwise and open do you know why up? i don't like that i don't like the sound of the aluminum like sliding against the aluminum See, you're just like me but with i hate chalkboards like if you put your nails up against chalkboard uh, I, I have to be very careful when i like cut steak because i hate when like the knife or the fork goes scrapes oh, wow i hate it I hate it Scraping noise. So don't Anything to scraping, scratch. especially chalk, don't drives me up the wall. So I don't don't listen. I was talking about this the other day. I can't handle the fucking just like like I like techno stuff, stuff that was like good like yeah. But I hate so nine inch nails. Fuck that. When they go off into like oh yeah, the noise, the world, world. Like, no, shit. not yeah. not with you. Uh-uh. Can't, can't, not a part that's of that. one thing I've not liked about them too, because a lot of their roots. songs are really awesome. And you know, like they're just—they've got great tunes. Melodically, they're great. But, and then they'll just go off into a tangent where it's just like. But that's the thing. Trent Reznor you know, got sound his sound like an field. old modem almost. But Trent Reznor got his start in the whole noise core, like ambient, just, well, like wait a minute, glitch hops. Wait a minute. Give me a second. I have to process two new fucking genres of music and this one stupid sentence. But no, 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 wait, 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 Okay, and if what you take a step back. What the fuck is Glitch Hop? Right. <laughs> you can take apart from Glitch Hop, but Glitch is basically a subset of noise music, and noise <laughs> in the sense that it's... Oh, God. I'm that guy. Right, Nerd! I- 
Wait, wait, like, what? that doesn't insult me at all. It's a goddamn I, show. I understand that you, it's helpful. We're not nerds here. That's not. Wait, we're we're dirt. When I say glitch hop, it's kind of just a one two. What the fuck? Anyways, it's kind of just the the one two that I give everything to glitch. That is basically noise instead of using actual like staticky noise. They use grinded up uh, uh, ground. digital. That's called ground. ground. Digi- it's basically taking a digital noise like this, and then just kind of right. modifying it and breaking it down to the most basic. I just, I just want to point out points. that the the noise like this, it was a hand gesture <laughs> to indicate the noise. Well, I'm gonna take no stop. I'm gonna take and edit this for you, and I'll make the little glitch effect. But yeah, like, no, he got to start. Basically, he played guitar stuff, but on top of that, he had samplers that he would take a sample. And just basically deconstruct it, throw noise, fuck around with it. And on stage, he improvisationalizes with all his vintage like analog synthesizers and samplers to what he just did, and that's what pisses off. It, it's it's the musical equivalent to those assholes who'll just take a canvas and throw some paint at exactly. it and say no, that it, it's a it's painting. Almost, exactly, it's almost like strictly Dadaist in its whole approach. He's the fucking Jackson Pollock of I like sound too, but still. I don't so, know who that is, but maybe. Yeah. Jackson Pollock is the splatter <laughs> painter. Okay. Like, yeah. made it but my understanding so of that in the soul phil- phil- philosophy of art is that basically you have to be good at regular art to be able to throw paint onto a canvas and say it's art. To begin with. Okay. Let that's, me just... that's totally not true because... Come on. That's a, it, no, you, it's you not. that way. I mean, it's, it's, what... it's not. I'm just not... Like, I could do a lot of that shitty art like you just didn't do it first yeah I that's true didn't do you it didn't first do it. so well, what was it like art is basically anything anyone is willing to art watch stare and pay for i guess okay let me just pause for a minute i want to go back to the genre conversation okay i'm still fucking broken on this one i understand that we have to categorize things because yeah. there's a lot of stuff and it helps to categorize Come so on. we can Find stuff. Search for well, things. We're built up on a mechanism. Uh, we're built up with a mechanistic kind of approach to life. I mean, hell, we got the periodic tables. We're we're taught no, no, math. No, we're yeah, very trust me. Minimalistic in our approach to categories. No, I get you. I get you. So periodic tables. We have you know, like like the noble gases. They don't bond with anything. They're stable. It's nice. We're okay. Raised that way. All right, all right. We get this. So why in the past twenty years have we decided that there's shit like, there's rock and roll. There's hard rock. There's uh, metal. There's oh, heavy metal. Hardcore. There's screamo. Grunge. Yeah. There's post screamo. Yeah. Pre grunge. Glitch hop. Fucking what you said. Metal, noise core. Noise core. Fuck, yeah. What the fuck? Uh, They're we're, no no. People are just identifying to be different, just to be different. They're like, fuck it. We've had this new genre for a year. We gotta make three new ones. Fuck that. It's stupid. And the, and the thing that defines the genre then, is something so uh, just so just not defining like you know it changed the lyrics instead of talking about death we're talking about doom and post-apocalyptic so we're doom metal now you see because death metal talks about death we talk about the apocalypse and doom yeah is that true yeah seriously and fuck that Dude, anyone who's metal the people in metal are so fucking crazy like technical death metal is not death metal because technical death metal has certain kind of like you know we do technical time signatures death metal so is math metal so is, and is, is, is tech metal kind of like that time I saw a guy I saw a guy shotgun a beer while only hammering on and hammering off his guitar solo. Is that technical metal? Because uh, that was pretty no. technically advanced. <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. No, it's it. Honestly, the definitions kind of just go crazy. And I, to me, technical death metal sounds like just math metal. Because math metal is what is math metal? Math metal is one like, plus two is sucking cock berserker. No, like, no, no. For instance, the math metal song basically follows the Fibonacci sequence. Like the lyricist basically. I love that you brought word, up berserker. Berserker, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to make it fuck? 
Berserker. Anyways, um, to make some fuck. To make some fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's fucking rude. Let me tell you. <laughs> make some fuck. Math metal is basically this. They 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 geek out and make a song based off of some mathematical equation, differential kind of output. And they do crazy time I'm signatures. totally tuning out Neo Faust. I have no idea what he's talking about. I just about. can't care anymore. I'm sorry. I just can't care. It's 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 story of my life. Continue. Can you sing your song again? One plus two is sucking cock berserker. Fibonacci's on the dock berserker. Hey, you're onto something there, man. You are onto something. This next song I call Sokotoa's Last Stand. <laughs> So you understand, I'm zoning out of you for the same reason I cannot watch the next generation of Star Trek. Uh, I just can't watch. Because there's wallpaper in the first season on the Enterprise? What? Well, that will ruin it for me anyway. <laughs> but no, mostly because it's just the fucking blah, blah, Like, there's, I saw a scene, someone showed me a clip with fucking Jonathan Frakes, Riker, essentially just reading off the script, this fucking, like, and then the warp core times the dilithium crystal nebulin fucking god I need a page. are you talking about like he was at a panel some sort of a no no an actual clip from the show was it an outtake no like he wasn't I don't remember anything where it looked like they were reading off of a piece of paper and stumbling their words that much he didn't stumble you have to give the actor some more credit than that he actually did it it was more the attitude than the actual he got delivered the line correctly it just seemed like he was so frustrated by the fact that he was saying nothing Riker's character was sort of an asshole who didn't want to care about everything like as much like he was sort of the aloof he character weird about his beard he does look weird without his beard i'm not gonna lie he wasn't one of the like the nerds like captain picard was a little bit of a nerd and like he, he knew everything thespian. about all the engines and he's stuff he's a fucking thespian nerd though too so yeah Riker seems like that kind of like you know broish jock is like i played football Riker was oh. the second second yeah. in command who wanted to nail every chick that right yeah. on the on the planets that he, they would land here's on. the thing is that they realized that's don't, one of the only things that made Star Trek, the original series, work was Kirk. And they wanted to make have this like British, fancy, intellectual captain. But they knew that the fans of the original series wouldn't have that. So they had to have the dude that was ready to Douche. bang everybody at a moment's notice. Yeah. And that was Riker. That was Riker. I don't see what the problem is, though. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying that like there's so much technobabble on The Next Generation... And you're just spouting that at me all the time, Neil. Here's the thing about here's the thing about technobabble on Star Trek, though. They're very consistent with it. Yeah, they. If they they say they are, they keep up with their whole like. If they make up a word for something, that theory's made in the universe. Yes, that that's that's a theory in the universe, and they will reference it multiple times. They don't pull. They don't pull anime logic by making up a random rule just to fit the plot. But Neil Faust consistently consistently mispronounces words, but we still give him shit for it. I do. I make up words. What does giving Neo Faust shit have to do with you not liking Star Trek? Well, no, you're defending about Star Trek for like stuff. I don't know. I, I just hey, you're you're pulling the anger card. No, on this you're this you're time. trying to say that you did, you got turned off because of all the techno babble. But every single show is going to have a bunch of terms that they make up for it. Like if it's a fantasy show, if it's a sci-fi show, yeah. they're always going to make up something. Yeah. I just I understand all of the Star Trek techno babble. Usually anything they say, I'll I'll absolutely know what they're talking about. Oh no, I get you it. Make fun of me when, for random. When you shit. need to repurpose the dilithium crystals to get the warp core to explode to make sure you get to the black hole before the event horizon occurs, I understand Somebody, what's happening. Yeah, it just with, makes me not care. Some people don't keep up with astrophysics. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it, but for me, I'm like. 
Don't need it. Let me you don't care about when the warp core rips a hole in subspace? No, I don't. And they have to bombard it with metaphasic radiation to heal the <laughs> No, I'd rather them just I'd rather them just say Okay, hey. I just used that wrong because metaphasic radiation actually makes you age backwards. Yeah, I was gonna say you know the physicist in me is hurting, even though that's unbelievable. Well, what I'm trying to say is they might as well just say, Hey, there's this conflict, and I have a MacGuffin. Let's hope this works. What's a MacGuffin? A MacGuffin is a, tw is a term coined by Alfred Hitchcock, and it's the thing that either you're either searching for or makes things work. It's kind of like a deus ex machina, but oh, not yeah, exactly. I, was, I, love I that was gonna term. say, isn't that deus ex machina? That's a great machina. term. Deus ex machina is the thing that makes it work, but MacGuffin is what moves the plot forward. So in uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, or Raiders of the Lost Ark, they're looking for the necklace, the staff, to get to the Ark. Well, the necklace and the staff are the MacGuffins. That's what they're searching for. And that's a term uh, by Alfred Hitchcock. Just a, something that makes the plot move. Plot device. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the fuck you're looking for. Indiana Jones is going to go look for through caverns and beat up Nazis. I get what that, he's looking but for. like the the fact that they're flying around in a spaceship using technology that is just completely like theoretical and well, they, they have like, a like the whole the whole fact that they couldn't even move that fast. Because, you know, like a speck of dust would rupture like a hole the well, size of the big a, thing with him a cannonball had, or something. Then they they had a science correspondent, multiple science correspondents on the whole set, just yeah. to basically take the theoretics of what is happening now. Yeah, and, and they just be, they gave it a bunch of terms. And yeah, and they tried to make it, the big thing is that they wanted to make it as close to like plausibility in the future. Some as, of it is freaking insane, but I mean. They have people that are actually working on like tractor beam technology. Oh, and cloaking, yeah, tractor beam cloaking, and so um, as we go on, Star Trek is yes. sort of well, there's so in many some ways coming closer to reality, like teleportation. That's not like a wasn't a real. Uh, that, was that the uh, that Doctor Michiko Kakako guy? The, the Asian professor is on science shit all the time that talks I'm, about the, the I'm science gonna of the future. I'm going to step out of the room for a while. You guys finish this. I'll be back. <laughs> Derpy show. All right, so I read this article. Here's, here's the title. Zookeeper licked constipated monkey's buttocks for an hour to help it defecate a peanut. It's dedication. That is an hey, awesome here, title. Here's the background on this. It's, it's a rare monkey. Um, it's, a, if it, it's a Francois leaf monkey. Somebody threw it a peanut. It ate the peanut whole, apparently. And they were afraid that if it didn't poop out the peanut, it would die. Now, I've read that in cases like this where they have to try to coax an animal to defecate, like it's a baby monkey or whatever, like they, they could just use like a, a warm washcloth How or something. A, a suppository. Yeah. But this dedicated zookeeper. You must be poor. Licked the monkey's butthole for an hour trying to get it to poop out a peanut. And then it pooped the peanut. It did. It saved the monkey's life. Success. Well, here's the thing. At, at least, least he's at least actually pooped it out anyway, Sid. Well, here's the and thing. And they've got a hilarious picture of this guy with his mouth <laughs> well, up to a, a monkey's butt. I'm going to go ahead and say, at least he succeeded. I'd feel really bad if I licked a monkey's ass for an hour and it still <laughs> died of peanut died. ingestion. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Man, that college degree is doing good for But this either guy. way, you wouldn't feel as awkward if you just used, like, a warm Q-tip. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a washcloth. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, having kids. But, but I guess I guess yeah. since he was successful, at least he can say, "Well, it worked, didn't it?" 
<laughs> he's the savior yeah. of monkeys because I feel like if something like that well, happened in America we would be questioning that guy like whether or not he should actually be working there like yeah. does this guy have a monkey asshole fetish should he really be licking our well, monkeys here's my next question too if it, it, wouldn't the monkey have just pooped it out naturally not necessarily because it, why would licking it just caused it to like you know let go of that if it was gonna just I think it was like it. a it got through its system all, why wouldn't it have just gotten through the I system I think it's naturally? like a therapeutic relaxation of the muscles thing like I think it's a thing that the mother would have done it is yeah a I lot of that. a lot of a lot of young animals their mother will lick the butt will lick the, the well I, I've, the had, I've had kittens before anus. I raised kittens from like two weeks old and that's what we it, not the licking part but wait wait you licked kittens buttholes at two weeks old <laughs> we so you're a kitten pedophile we use the wet wet washcloth is that what you're calling it this day yeah totally that's a good cover um but yeah but you know what this was in this was in china correct yeah it was in china china so you know at least at least it worked you saved the monkey save it save and monkey. i'm pretty sure if this was an mmo he would have gotten an achievement for that <laughs> ding one hour past a peanut and <laughs> past a peanut Thanks for listening to Derpy Show, presented by Nerdy Show. If you enjoyed what you've heard, support the Nerdy Show podcast network by telling a friend, join in on the community forums, or support us with your hard-earned cash and receive exclusive perks. For more episodes of Derpy Show, Nerdy Show, Dungeons & Doritos, and other podcasts, videos, our Minecraft server, and other cool stuff, visit nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show podcasts via the iTunes store. And remember to follow us on Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter, at Nerdy Show, to keep up to date on the latest Nerdy Show news. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.